<laughs> Apparently we're already expecting the quarter panel <laughs> So, take two. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. And we are recording live. I say it every time it's, it's always live. We always record live. Yeah, we don't record Yeah, we are not recording but we are not that. And where, where is it? Where is it? Are we at Cloud City Comics and Galleries? In the Shelby Town Mall. Four. Yeah, that's not how we do it. That's no, we, we switched it up. Well, why, why don't we start it over? Go ahead. Here we go. Yeah, I'll do that. We're recording live from Cloud City. <laughs> <laughs> See what you've done See what happens. I didn't think we could bring this. Okay, so we'll try it last. What? Does it take three at this point? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We are recording live from Cloud City Comics and Toys. There we go. Now we got it down. Can we just shut the mic off now we've done before we drop the mic? Well, that was a, that was a pretty big challenge. I'm not sure that we can get into the rest of this, can we? No, it's just because we haven't told them why we're here yet. Okay, oh, well, we have to have a reason to be here. Christmas show. Christmas show. Hey, if, if this just goes out live, they wouldn't know, right? Right. Actually, you know what? We should totally cut this out and drop it at the beginning of the Christmas show and see if everybody knows. It'll be great. We gotta talk to Jeff and Delight. Let's come here and record for the Christmas show then. Ooh, I'm sitting Christmas show. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Christmas, then we have to do the... Anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I, my beard is gone, and I just go every single day, um, 
my uh, four-year-old would put her elbow on my beard and whatever. Something would happen. You know, it's a little irritating, and I take my morning walks every day. And you know, you can give it a hot and all that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about coming to the Tuesday morning, I get into the car. I wish you could see the visual across my head. I get in the car. I take my to school. We do every morning. And I grab my seatbelt with this hand. I pull it forward, like I always do. Go like this to grab the seatbelt to pull it across my, uh, my chest. And almost snap my neck. <laughs> Not literally almost snap my neck, but grab my beard and <laughs> 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 side my head sideways. Um, I got home to my walk on Avenue J. This is ridiculous. I'm done. My beard is trying to kill me. I'm done. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Were you crying like a girl? You know, I wasn't so much a girl. Were there expletives? Numerous. Copious amounts of expletives. I was probably after you start swearing like that. I hear you. Yeah. 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 Once she's able to understand that she shouldn't talk like that, she can speak. Yeah, I was I was a little shocked because obviously I had no forewarning of this, and all of a sudden Andrew goes, "Hey!" And I turn around, I'm like, "Whoa! What what is going on here?" Yeah. I have no idea. You know, I actually was gonna send you a picture of a funny story. Okay, so here I am. I shaved it off. I got really trimmed up, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna send Paul a picture so he's not gonna freak out like she's necessarily say something. About to take a picture, I realize I'm in the bathroom with my shirt off. I'm about to take a picture of the beer that's sitting here. I'm like, I'm not doing that. What am I thinking? So, yeah, that's why you didn't get a picture. That's all. I'm okay with that. I appreciate it. I think the shock value made it even better. <laughs> I mean, granted, that the shock value too. Yeah, well, you know, the funny thing is that it actually happened like that. I'm being about to go Oh wait, oh my god, this is the stuff you see on the internet and you're totally not doing this. Just think of it. Okay. Okay. You want my dog? It's a really stupid dog. It's a really stupid dog. It's a really stupid dog. And no, I told Griffin we're not getting any more dogs.
just thought to myself, wow, on this day, the last time we did it, we section So this really has my hopes up. This, this is going to repair my Now, is that, I mean, do we have to go far to do that? Or do you just automatically have to work this one? You know, the only way this movie is And then still it might be. Yeah, I don't know how I think it might be better. Not better than what the we're supposed to be, but better than yeah. watching that movie Superman. I think the really the only way that it's gonna be a super light hunt is if we get in the theater and they scream Batman for the <laughs> Then I may actually have to like stab myself in the eye with probably my straw from the giant soap. Who actually have
Anyway. Q, what are you doing with that light stand? We're not even going to be able to flow into anything because somebody's going to have to Wouldn't it be funny if it's a 40 minutes Welcome to Geek Five. We can't do that in our straight now. Isn't that straight though? Anyway, um, the ounce of the is just done. So anyway, we're going to have to have a First of all, I think this is going to be quite different than the comic books. Besides the fact that not all the players are on the board, I don't feel like personally they're walking on. I don't think, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they can get away with doing that. I don't feel like the MCU is not old enough. It hasn't come to that kind of depth. And the fact that they've established nothing in this universe Ladies and gentlemen, the star of Independence Day, Will Smith. <laughs> Everybody knows the In West Philadelphia, yo, born and raised. <laughs> Jeff, welcome to the mic. <laughs> Perfect timing. Wow, I, I'd like him to weigh in on that. Do you think, MCU-wise, they can get away with the Civil War counter comic with Cap getting killed? Can they do it in the movie? Not only do I think they can, I think they're going to. I mean, really? it's a bold prediction, there's but uh, there's a few things I've been looking at. One is that Chris, Chris Evans, the actor who plays Captain America, has been saying he's very dedicated to the role, and I wonder if... So here's the way Marvel works. They sign for a certain picture deal, and when it's up, most actors say, well, now I want Infinity Dollars, and Marvel has to pony up, or kind of create new team of Avengers, like, you know, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Falcon, Ant-Man. <laughs> um, and uh, so Chris, Chris Evans is up, but what he's been saying publicly is that he doesn't care about appearance, he cares about the character. And for me, for my, I, I don't want to see any other actor in, in the suit. I don't want to, it's got to be him. And uh, so, so my prediction, you know, so, or what has for a prediction nowadays? Yeah, I, I think that probably is what's going to happen, and, and I hope not. But uh, I think it works cinematically uh, more so. So, so there's a lot of rumor that there's going to be an Old Man Logan movie coming, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Old Man Logan. And if you're not familiar with listening to Old Man Logan, uh, skip ahead because I'm going to spoil some shit. Don't want to do that for you because I think Old Man Logan is one of like the masterpieces of Marvel, the Watchmen of Marvel. Believe it or not, that's how I strongly feel about it. That being said, the ending. When they reveal the big, the big villain who's been orchestrating this whole thing for decades, and Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, of course, is a story where it's in the future. Logan's a old man. He doesn't pop his claws. He doesn't swear. He's, yeah, he's a very peace-loving, quiet family man with a wife and children. But he lives in post-apocalypse America after the villains were the villains teamed up. They killed all the heroes, and America's not America anymore. In fact, there's not states. There's just territories that are all owned by various uh, villains, like the Lizard, and the Dragon, 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 and the
as the saga rages on, and it's a great story, um, you realize what happened here was it's a place called Hammer Falls. And you're thinking, oh, it's good, water. It's actually one of those kind of balance. Of course, no one's ever going to pick it up ever since. There's a city called Hammer Falls. And the giant skeleton of giant is still there, like in the dust decades later. So, he travels from coast to coast, from west coast to east coast. And it's a great story. And that's why I'm there. But in the end, they reveal who teamed up, who orchestrated this whole thing. Like, who was the villain that got all the villains together to overthrow you? And when you find out who it was, it's just such a punch in the gut moment. You're like, oh my god, like, of course it's, of course you can win. And cinematically, it wouldn't work. Because uh, that character is not a character that Fox has the rights to. Fox has the rights to Wolverine and a bunch of X-Men characters, but they don't have the rights to the opponents. So how would they do it? And you could do it with another character that's not going to that much. And then you find out who the bad guy was. Do you guys know who the bad guy was? Yeah. Okay. That's, that was a gut punch. You're like, oh, it's so genius. It was right from my face. I don't, I don't have to say I'm going to spoil it in case anyone's still, you know. But they, they can't do that somehow. Well, they can do Civil War somehow. And the only thing that kind of like wouldn't have worked if they didn't get Spider-Man, they went out and did it. So it's like, we're in for a treat tonight. And you guys have seen the Rotten Tomato. You guys have seen the rating. You guys have seen the feedback. You've seen what people are saying about Captain America. I mean, Kevin Smith outright came out and said it's the best superhero movie that's been made to date. Pretty bold claim. Uh, bold claim, but this is not a guy. Well, he is a guy that talks about shit. But um, he's not the only one saying it. Um, in fact, Michael, who manages the Regal Cinemas Theater downstairs that we're about to go into, he got to see the movie a couple weeks ago. Uh, I, of course, dumped him the most recently in Chuck and Tunnel as a result. <laughs> but when he walked out, he wanted to say, I go, don't even say it. He stopped, don't even talk. And he was like, fuck, I go, because you're about to tell me it's the greatest movie. He goes, yeah, it is. It's so good. And I'm like, I knew it. And I'm just like, now i got to wait three more weeks, like, holding on to my chair. It's just going to be a great one. I he won't be able to set No, no, man. He, he didn't let me out there this morning. I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to. But I mean, and good for him, you know, works his ass off and he managed the theater and uh, he deserves it and, and, and I hope he enjoyed it. He, he said he did it. I think he was even here. You know, we, we were heading into Batman and Superman, which I didn't even join you guys for. But when we were heading into that movie, uh, there was definitely the feedback that hit wasn't good. People were saying it wasn't a good movie and that it failed. They were pointing out the points of failure. So we kind of walked into it that way. But there is not a single criticism on Kevin Smith's movie. into a movie that's just like cinematic rock stars right in the face. I, I just can't wait. Do I think he's going to make it? Shit, I hope so. And if he doesn't, I hope they find a way to make sure he stays for seconds because I can't see anyone else with the shit. You know, we were talking about it before you came over. I was saying that I don't feel like the MCU is going to that far back yet. the fact that it's not old enough, like, yeah, and that's why I don't think Superman's death was like couldn't take it seriously. Yeah. Right. Uh, the other part being that if they do this, they know what the story is. They know that they're probably going to back sometime. At least right now, I feel like this universe is bringing back No, I've got, I've got something right here. I'm probably way off base here. But what if it comes down to when like if he's Vilified so bad in this movie that they have to, and I'm air quoting, 
fake his death. And that's well, that was just done with Sam Jackson's Nick Fury. Oh, that's true. You're right. Soldiers. So yeah, it's too cool. it's too soon for that. Luckily, Cloud City is setting up a booth at Wizard World Philadelphia this year, and pretty much the entire cast of the Avengers is there, minus like Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, and you know who is my like crush of crushes right now is Elizabeth Olsen. Like she, I am blanket obsessed with her. Uh, her and my wife are the only two women in the world that I really. She's just a fox, same guy. God bless her. Um, she's great, but they won't be there. But everybody else will be. And um, as well as like John Cena and David Duchovny and Michael J. Fox and some Back to the Future cast. So yeah, we're looking forward to some cool stuff there. It's going to be a great show. Why don't we do that one? It's expensive. <laughs> but let me tell you, man, it's a good show. That's cool. It's a good show. Yeah, I'm working hard on our Captain America since we finishing up the Deadpool. Um, for those listening, uh, I, I bought a bunch of mannequins out when JC Penny and our mall was closing, and I've been showing them the last time's action figures. I mean, Spider-Man. We're finishing up Deadpool back there, and uh, I'm starting a Captain America. He's going to be holding a giant American flag, and we're going to do a flag ceremony in the morning and night, and uh, I'd like to gather any wounded warriors and troops so we can do it the right way. Pay homage to our flag that's the best way possible with, with an icon that's Captain America. That's awesome. I didn't know about that one. You never told me about Cap. I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell anyone. Breaking news right here. So, given that we uh, kind of touched on it, we, didn't, we never had a chance to sit down and talk about it. I don't think that it's not the same as sitting here at a Civil War party and talking about that. It's as of tonight, these two movies go ahead to have Let's not 
yell about whitewashing because ancient one is also a dude right. in the comics. So it's like, you know, we, we, we've given a male character to a woman, which is progressive and should happen. So I'm excited about Doctor Strange. Equally excited about Apocalypse. I hope that holds up. I had a wonderful time uh, with the previous uh, two movies from this trilogy. I thought Jason Chip Packard was awesome. And I thought um, the previous. Uh, first class. First class. Great oh, right. Like, that was, that was what these characters was into. Way into it. So it, it's, it's a good time, man. It's just a good time. Free comic day this weekend. Yeah, uh, we have time. No, I mean, we're not happy with the Walking Dead for now. Um, I don't blame them for that. I felt like they should have stayed closer to the actual story. And I get what they're doing, but it's 2016. Um, cliffhanger endings were great when yeah, Alex was on the air in the 70s, like who shot JR. I'm not mocking that. <laughs> I'm actually saying it was a good, it was appropriate for the time. But to do a cliffhanger ending like this, like you're going to get the audience to tune in unless you piss them off, which is exactly what they did. And in the books, and I'm sorry for spoiling this for anybody, but in the book, uh, Negan swings, and I am going to spoil this, so seriously, like, don't hear me out here. But in the book, uh, it's Glenn. Glenn gives his hand smashed in with Lucille, the hardware baseball hat. Um, and in the show, they just showed him swinging, but they didn't show who he killed. And that alienated so many people. I showed them my feed a hundred times. I'm done, I'm done, fuck it, I'm done, I'm over, I'm done. Um, so I, I don't understand the choice to do that. But between Gotham, Arrow, Flash, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, The Walking Dead, Preacher Hidden Airwaves, and yeah. free comic day. And the comic books that are dominant right now, like Saga, are dominant. Punisher number one showed up this week, and Becky Kuhn hit that one so far out of the park. It was, it was absolutely bad. I wanted to discuss that because I read that last night. It came out yesterday, and hopefully we will get this pushed out. Shirt, I'm like, oh my god, thank you so much. That was right? Phenomenal book. Right? Phenomenal. Well, you, you said basically you fully had praise for Yeah, I, I, in this, we won't spoil it just because it's new. Sure. Yeah. Some storytelling, uh, some things you don't usually see. Yeah. Things, doing things but that's Becky too. Yeah. I was born with They don't usually, it, to me, Comic books are kind of like checking in. It's almost like people have superpowers. You're checking into the continuation of the story. It's not that often that something surprises you. And this did. And before I forget, at your suggestion, I started reading Saga. Hmm. Early days. How far along are you? I'm getting a wicked favorite uh, You know, Frankie Bond's uh, Little Sunshine, Why the Last Man. Oh my god, loved it. Uh, I mean, the guy is one of those guys where everything he touches is gold. It's uh, going to be awesome regardless. But he, I can't wait to see where they go next. Uh, I think Fiona Staples has contributed herself as, as an A-list artist and writer so for that book. Um, I can't. When that, there's certain books that when they show up, the staff members like talk away. Let them read them. Just don't bug them. Saga's one of them, Walking Dead's one of them, uh, Punisher is now one of them. I just, 
Yeah, and back to that, because I don't want to steal a lot of the spot we talked about. Yeah, that was an amazing story. I think that this is this is a good way to kind of start the furniture off for people who have not read the book before, who have wanted the history, haven't read all the Oh, that's Garth Ennis. Yeah, Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon were like the Burn Claremont punchers. I mean, they had a run on that that Marvel. Like, there's certain runs like 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 Burn and Claremont on X-Men, and then you got uh, Bendis and Malieve on Daredevil, you know, 10, 15 years ago. But I just think that like Ennis Dillon run was like Claremont Miller. I mean, you know, there's just there's there's some creative teams that just go together, PB and J, and that was one of them. And when Punisher's done well, even Jason Aaron's run on Punisher match was awesome. It's great, but when Punisher misses, it's terrible. It reads awful. And um, I love that Marvel had the audacity to give a woman creator the reins. I think that's awesome. And Becky doesn't consider herself a, a female. She's just a creator, and I love that about her. But um, I know from bringing my wife into my own business that women see things that we just do not see things in a way that we cannot craft them. And this, without getting into what I know about what's coming up in this Punisher arc, I know, I'm sorry, uh, I am just biting my nails for the next issue. How, how about the perfect way to end the issue, especially if no one's ever run, uh, read a Punisher comic before, going, whoa, shock value, you want to see what, yeah, nailed it, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm winking at these guys as I say that. Anyone, about the only thing, oh, you know, I got to the end and I was, uh, at the end of a good comic, the last page should make you laugh. Because you don't want to end, I'm with you there. And I'll tell you, that's what punishing will be. I, I do think it's going to be one of the breakout stars of Marvel's new 2016 line. In the end, I think it's going to potentially be the best. They've had some stars. Like, Extraordinary X-Men is like a, is like a star. Deadpool is Deadpool. It's always going to sell. Some people are enjoying Daredevil. Uh, but I think this Punisher book may be one of those things where people are saying, yeah, they did it. And that's going to be the one. And the timing is perfect, especially. Oh, without a doubt, with Murphy getting into it. Sure. Yeah. John and, and they're announcing his own series. And, and uh, you couldn't have picked a better creator to funnel. All the people that are going to be coming in to think Punisher's cool off the TV show, funnel it right into this one. But that's where, if you're Marvel, you've got to be smart. People, right, they're getting off Netflix, and they want to walk in the comic store. You cannot put a shitty Punisher book in their hands. Exactly. You've got to put a book that's innovative, that has not been seen before, that still shares the nuances of the previous TV series on Netflix. And it's like, it was, it was the book, and everyone's walked out of the store that was happy about it, and it has been, it's a near sell. I ordered so many that I didn't think I could sell them, and I was like, what am I going to do that with copies? And we had six left, maybe. It's just a, it, it's, it's crazy. People think that I want everything in the library. I am eyeballing the one variant I see over here, the Age of Apocalypse variant. Yeah. That is just a really cool cover. I don't even know who the artist is. Mean, I'm not sure, but the, so Marvel's doing that, like, in, kind of like Age of Apocalypse cover where they're four horsemen. They're creating. Yeah. The, the Black Widow was done by Carl Kershaw, the artist of Gotham Academy, and it was like spiders and blue skin, and it was actually, it was actually really amazing. Nice. I didn't see that one. Where, where are you looking at? Top corner. 
right above the wreck here. You can see the figure of the front. This is compelling radio, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can see right, the. Me. Yes, yeah. That works better. So, yeah, we were, we were talking about uh, wanting to keep your thoughts. Sure. And for those that are listening, uh, we did do our normal recording and screening of that of uh Superman's Batman. Unfortunately my son appendix for surgery on that day. So I was in the hospital with him. So he finally got sick of me and literally it's like welcome here. You just like please go away. <laughs> He's seventeen, you know, so I'm not cool. And that was literally about ten or when we started. And I drove like a bat out of hell and I walked into the theater as the last trailer before the movie was playing. I, I sat down. And got the biggest trailer of the movie. Oh, okay, she didn't know that. I hadn't noticed. Well, thank you guys. Um, it was nice. And the way I feel about it. It's it's like somebody had all the ingredients to make the greatest pizza of all time, and they burnt it. It's like, dude, it's a good movie, but it shouldn't have been good. It should have been the best. Movie. Don't give me good. You've got a 75-year in the waiting match with two iconic superheroes. You've got a director who, if he doesn't get obsessed with his own ego and try to turn his own playground and follow the freaking rules will make a fantastic movie. So was it good? Sure it was good. But I didn't want good. And I'll tell you what it One, I was at Fantasy Toronto and Jason Momoa's line was like 10,000 people. People love that People are excited to see him as Aquaman. And they hyped him up as Aquaman for a year before the movie comes out. And he's on screen for what, four seconds? Yeah. And it's just like... And at the end, you've got the spear going into the ocean in the coastal city, and I'm like, cool, I'm going to come save the day right now, but it doesn't, and I'm like, it just seemed like a missed opportunity, did I love the parademons, did I love some of the easter eggy stuff that was in there for the diehard nerds, of course, but um, Jesse Eisenberg, I think, didn't turn out as much as I wanted, like, Social Network is one of my top 10 movies in the last 10 years, but he wasn't that guy. In in the 19, I want to say 1987, Edward Barreto uh, short graphic novel by Luther. That kind of goes into what Luther's origin. He was tornado bait trailer trash. He poverty, and he grew up with with white trash crackers parents, and he had them killed for their church money so he could start a company at a young age. And he later became the most successful businessman in the history of DC Comics. That is a guy that's just great. He's five moves ahead. Shit, he's ten moves ahead. But in this movie, he can't even give a speech without getting emotionally wrapped up and he can't even talk because he's so unhinged. And I'm like, Lex Luthor doesn't do unhinged. Lex Luthor does calculate. When Lex Luthor goes unhinged, the world's going to quit. Like, don't, don't waste it on that. So I just, I felt there was some misinterpretation of the character. And not for nothing, when it comes to comics, there's movies. And I love that. I love Batman my whole life, and everybody loves Batman because whether it's the Michael Keaton movie, whether it's the comics, whether it's the animated series from the 90s, Batman is somebody that everyone can enjoy. But there was an issue with tonality, and that's true in the comics as well. I shouldn't have to, if a kid comes in my store and he's 8, 9, 10 years old, I shouldn't have to send him into the back issues to find an appropriate Batman comic because the new issue has Joker's severed face on the cover. It's like they have two speeds, Batman like Brave and Gold, which is great if you're six, and they have Joker's cut off face. And it's like, what about everybody in between? 
and that was my issue with this movie. I got Batman firing machine guns into people. I got Superman on people in half and suit vision while they're tied to a ceiling. I got naked Lois Lane in the bathtub. In the first half hour, how do I bring my nine-year-old nephew to that movie? How do I bring my nine-year-old daughter to that movie? I can't. So what they've done is taken Superman and Batman and made them inaccessible to a generation of people. I don't see this. I don't see oh, that's worse than what I did. So did I enjoy the movie? Sure. Was it good? Sure. Did it miss the mark on my life? I think so. I think it did. I, I, someone needs to tap Zack Snyder on the shoulder and be like, comics aren't your sandbox. This is not your playground. There's rules. Batman does not shoot you. Even in his darkest glimpse, Dark Knight Returns from Frank Miller, which you clearly borrowed from the news on, and rightfully so, there's a scene in those books where he takes a rifle and snaps it and says, these are the weapons of our enemies, these are the weapons of the coward, we don't use them, we're better than this. Did you miss that, Zach? Because you basically... What makes Batman special is that he kills people. Let me see right now. You know, he's playing Yeah, don't be wrong, is Batman Daredevil or Spider-Man that he will leap off a building to help someone before they die? No, he's not. If you're the criminal and you're trying to like rape or abduct or murder or torture somebody and any action you get knocked off the building, he's got a job to do to protect that. I get it. And that was very clear in Batman Begins when he's like, well, you don't kill me. And Liam Neeson's character says, well, you don't, you don't kill. He's like, well, I don't have to save you either. And I, that I can't even get that way. But there is a leap between that and that scene in Batman Begins and that scene in Dark Knight. There's a huge leap between that and my dude straight up firing machine was spraying a crowd of dudes with machine gun bullets. Like, that's not Batman. That's not him. I didn't like it when they did it with Ben Affleck's Daredevil. I'm like, you know, I watched Thomas Jane's Punisher, and he's like this Clint Eastwood, nice guy, kind of goofball neighbor who doesn't kill people. He tortures you with a popsicle because he's the sweetheart. And I'm like, oh, that's not really the Punisher, but okay. And then I go see Daredevil. It, it, sure. But the next movie, which I, I can get, I can get down with. If the next movie, Daredevil comes out and Daredevil's throwing dudes in front of uh, subways and shit, and I'm like, you know, you switched it, you, you switched them, right? You know, like Punisher should be throwing dudes in front of subways, and Daredevil should be torturing people with popsicles and being like, oh, you wacky criminal, you. Like, like that's more like like you switch, you switch them, you don't do it, and. So that's where I felt like Batman vs. Superman missed the mark. And it wasn't that long ago we were all sitting down talking about what was going to be the better movie, Civil War. Batman Superman. And if done right, I think Batman Superman had the means to overcome Civil War as a great movie. But it just felt short. I mean, I liked it. I, I wasn't sorry. I wasn't boycotting it. I was angry. I recommend people see it. But don't, don't give me good. It's like when you're the kid at home who gets like straight A's and you do a great job and you got this brother who's a complete screw up and like he's always like smoking weed and like stealing from your mom's purse and shit. But then you come home with a B and your parents are like, what the hell is this B? And then you're like, well, I mean, this dude's a total screw up on the couch over there. And it's like, well, what do they say? We expect better from you. So I guess that's my message to DC. Like, you, you gotta see. I mean, sure, you passed, but like, I expect better. Well, that's angry as one of you did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
you know, I felt though to uh, to kind of take a most of them. I talked about you know, I might have brought this up to you. I feel like she, at some point during shooting that scene, she must have just been really just, just show them the movie. This is ridiculous because it was like they, they went so far. I mean, they must have done like 15 takes on that because. That's exactly what he was shooting. Don't be wrong. Amy Adams has nothing to get upset about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like mustard and I like chocolate cake. I don't like them together. Like, I like Nick and Amy Adams and I love superhero movies, but they just don't belong in the same thing. They don't belong in the same picture. I feel like a lot of effort went into that scene to make sure that that scene didn't even need to be there. That care could have gone somewhere else. Well. They say the key to failure is trying to make everybody happy. And I feel like that movie's like, well, we don't want people that want to see some movies, so let's put Lois Lane in there naked. It's like, don't worry about those guys. Don't, don't worry about the Marvel fans. Don't try to do what Marvel did over the course of seven years in one movie. Don't try to make it already because Deadpool was hot three months ago. Don't let Deadpool be Deadpool. Nobody does Deadpool better than Deadpool. Just do it on his own. You guys are Batman and Superman. Play your strengths. Play the superheroes. I'll tell you where they hit out of the park. Wonder Woman. Yes. Nailed it. And just nailed it hard. You know, it was a she was a great I can't wait to see the Wonder Woman solo movie. And you know, who knows? Maybe Suicide Squad will open up some doors in terms of Batman Superman. Maybe they'll let more be known about why there is a a, a defaced Robin not in the back. Maybe Suicide Squad will end up elevating Batman versus Superman. But in terms of scale and moving, I just expected more. Maybe that's why they didn't issue. That makes sense. But I mean, at some point, you know, at least in my daydreams, you know, there's this room and everybody's sitting down in it and going over the script and talking about stuff. At what point did someone not say, so then the terrorist in front of Lois Lane put the guy down on his knees and shoot him right in the face? Someone like, you know, maybe that's not a cool thing. No, no, it'll be Jimmy Olsen. At what point did someone not get up and say, sorry, guys, back to not That's not the best thing. At what point, at what point did somebody not correct that mistake? Right. Like, how many people, how many people did make as Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen get shot in the face? Like, how many people did that get through? And at, at what point did somebody not say, you should have tried. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's where I think Warner Brothers kind of got the ball. But we'll see. I mean, they're, they're clearly listening to what people are saying, what audiences are saying. And the movie made a ton of money. Oh, yeah. You can't deny that. The movie made a ton of money. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it shapes out. But stop trying to listen. Don't don't be like Deadpool. Don't make Suicide Squad like Deadpool. Don't make Harley like Deadpool. Make Harley just like Harley. We love Harley. <laughs> I speak for so many people right now when I say we love Harley. I did enjoy seeing Roger Stern. Oh, 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 so sweet. I talked about my heart. And the man. Yeah. I mean, that looks really bad. And all in all, my son was also in a hospital post-surgery. So I could have brought some animosity there that maybe wasn't there. But I think the point's about keep keep superheroes accessible. 
Make it lowest lane, not accessible. Machine gun bullets ripping through dudes and parachutes and face. Not, not accessible. I mean, that's a total creative experience. And I, I'm a Snyder fan. I honestly, like 300, like nobody was making movies like 300 like that. 300 broke out. Now it seems like what they did. You know, years ago, whatever. But I mean, nobody was making movies like 300. Nobody was doing that. You know, watch movies. Watch movies on RPGs. Straight up. I think when we started at the beginning of the year, I said this was going to be the one I wanted to most forward And I think you guys all looked at me like it was crazy. And now we've got it. It's not like that square, it's a rectangle thing. It's like, I, Somebody said actually when the lights went down, the guy behind me in line goes, or the guy in my seat behind me goes, <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. It sucks to walk into a movie with that attitude. I, I, and I'm not going to say disappointed. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't. It was a good movie. Just good to see me. I was disappointed. And it was just because... I think I, I wanted so much more for that movie. I wanted that to be the lights out, like, end all be all. Like, I wanted to see DC bring their the game to Marvel. And that just didn't happen. So, I, I did walk out of there disappointed. So, let's, so let's reserve judgment for the lot too. We do have Suicide Squad coming up. And that may shine a light. Sometimes light bring out the cockroaches. Sometimes light bring out the good stuff. Guys, I gotta step off. I gotta do some admin and cloud city stuff. Um, I'm sure we'll talk more throughout the night, but I'm really looking forward to having you guys in the game. I always have like severe anxiety from days before. Yeah. Sitting down after the movie tonight? I think so. Alright. Alright. Thank you, Jeff.
Yeah, we definitely are. Uh, we owe him some time. Without a doubt. Uh, just because, first of all, A, super great guy, and he's got some really special going on here. We got to have to Megabyte me, bitches. 